to the podcast, Dudes and Dudettes. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you, Corey. We, uh, you are now listening to Chocolate Birthday Birthday Birthday. It's a hard name. It is. You are now listening to Chocolate Covered Strawberries. I'm the Chocolate Nate Williams, joined by my fantastic co-host Corey. The Strawberry Jones. <laughs> Strawberry Jones. That was my prison nickname. <laughs> hey, yo, Strawberry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got to fight this guy at, uh, at 2B. Let me get my sharpened toothbrush. <laughs> strawberry out. Um, <laughs> this this uh, sitting down with you and talking about whatever comes to mind is the highlight, is the highlight of my week, truly. It's up there. I mean, we we all have experiences throughout the week that, like, now I'm just like, oh, I gotta tell Nate about that one. <laughs> I gotta see that, like, like the like the prostitutes in Salisbury. Mm. You see them, you look down. You, if you look, if you make eye contact, they'll stop what they're doing and look back to see if you stop your car. Are you serious? Dead serious. I have never been in a situation where actually that's not true. Church Street in Salisbury, late at night, uh, there are women who are who are dressed as if it were homecoming the night before. Oh. These are midday. These are much the quality of their their work is way down here. I see. Yes, they they don't look very clean. I see. A majority of them are on drugs, I see. which I'm assuming made their teeth fall out. I don't know why they don't have teeth. Not sure I'm what that assuming is. Assuming it was the drugs and the thing that makes their face kind of melt. Like, <laughs> got you. Yeah. It's the harder stuff. Yes. Um. Yeah. Those, never <laughs> them, them them the pre the pre lunch prostitutes. <laughs> Um, uh, outside of prostitution, um, I, I will say, um, that you haven't had many other jobs. No, (laughs) (laughs) that working at Arby's wasn't paying like I wanted it to. So I had to get out there that, uh, that old folks home and start hugging ladies. Um, uh, uh, the last episode we were about to dip into, uh, my, um, my ever so checkered past. And I think we said on the very first episode that we were going to get into, like checkered, checkered. Get boards. into some stuff, yeah, yeah. man. Um, so let's see. Which are black and red? Black and red. Like let's pod. go. Let's go. Well, I, don't my, is... <laughs> I don't know why my hands are doing this. I've never done this before in my life. <laughs> it's a slap chop. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so uh, timeline wise, so I would say, let's say 13, 14 year old me. Uh, using the math minus five, I am in. Ooh, math you were in eighth is grade. not good. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighth grade, ninth grade, pivotal, pivotal time. Going out of my charter school into high school. So that's the opposite of what happened to Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right. You went from Bel Air back to those streets. I went back to the streets, man. Okay. Um, and so I think. Uh, it, that age, so 13, 14-year-old kid, you don't have a job yet. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that you want, but you can't pay for said stuff. Mm. Um, so I think that's also around the age where I had an older brother uh, who was a year older than me, and he had friends that were his age and friends that were older. They could drive. And so we'd go to the mall, uh, and I would go to J.C. Penney's on a regular basis I know. It, it, J.C. Penney. J.C. Penney. There are way man. cooler stores in the mall than J.C. Penney if you're going to be thieving. But J.C. Penney's had very poor security, oh. not a lot of cameras around, uh, and I'd go into um, I'd go into that that back room, try some clothes on, um, but I would not leave with just the clothes I went in there with. Oh, so you'd put your old clothes back over top of the new ones. Yes, sir. Looking and, 40 pounds heavier. Right. <laughs> but clothing was a little bit more difficult to to take, so it wasn't so much that. Electronics is where I was uh, known to steal. So, Man. Yeah. That's 13, 14. You're looking at CD players. CD players. iPods. Yep. And this was um, CD players and uh, MP3 players when they, when, like, when they first came out. Yeah. So what happened is, is that we'd go to Walmart, my uh, my brother uh, would be near where the the cases like were and because they locked the stuff up, um, and I would ask a lady. I'd say, "Hey, can I can I see this uh, this MPV player right here?" She's like, "Yeah," and so she'd pull it out and say, "Like, all right, I don't know a whole lot about MPV players. How much storage are we looking at?" She's like, "Oh, well, this is two gigabytes, so you could have you know two thousand songs easily, you know, blah blah." And usually, someone who didn't know a whole lot about it, those are the people that we would ask about it. Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, well, um, I want that one," and and uh, my brother. 
uh, which one? He's like, oh, I like that one over there. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, can you uh, just set these behind the counter? Um, our parents are going to come and like, you know, they don't know that we're here uh, looking for, you know, for, for this stuff, but they're going to come back and pay for it. So can you it's like, oh yeah, sure, sweetie. Like, we'll set you, you know, we'll set this stuff aside. Keep in mind, this is charter school Nate, you right. know, using, you know, decorum and, you know, vernacular that, yeah. that these women still would in think, your uniform. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. And so, um, please, so they, if you could just set these aside you, for me, if my, you'd be so kind. My fellow to, acquaintance would like the purple one. Yes, there, the purple one, please. I would take the magenta one. <laughs> so they would put those things behind the counter. Now they're no longer in a case locked up. So then we'd whoa exactly we'd walk away. Uh, the lady would go and she'd go help somebody else. Blah blah blah. We would come back. We would go behind the counter. We would grab the things that she set aside. We'd then take those things to um, like the pet food area. My thought is is that there's not cameras in the pet food Ain't nobody area. worry about you stealing kibble? Nobody wants, ki- you know, mm-hmm. the, the kibbles and the bits are staying there. Um, but before that, I'd go to like the school supply area. I'd get some scissors. Scissors aren't, you know, oh. yeah. I'd take those scissors now to the pet place. I'd cut the thing out. I'd take the um Get all charger. your shopping done yep. in one trip. <laughs> all of it done. Um, i take it. And I did that for, for years, um, for years. The last thing of like great value that I stole was when the Which iPod is Walmart's brand, yes, by the way. Yes, great value. A great value. Oh true. Yeah. Um the the last thing was a it was the um iPod video that just came out. Oh yeah. It was worth I think maybe three hundred dollars. That's when they and, came out with the full screen thing. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh I stole that. And the terrible thing is so I stole that. And keep in mind my parents are seeing us use this different like equipment type stuff. So they asked where I got this iPod from, and I said that I won it at a church raffle. Wow. Terrible. That is. Not good. Not good behavior. Man, I'm surprised you didn't crumble. You were probably used to it, but your dad has a booming voice. He does. Yeah. Real real low. Real low. Super low. Where do you find that iPod? Yep. And I'd say, oh, wait. I went in at a church bingo. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. You know, that's, you know, praise the Lord. Proud of you, son. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Proud of you, son, for winning that bingo game. Yeah. Definitely didn't steal it, right? Yeah. Oh, never. Never. Steal? What does that mean? Steal it. All I know is from that song, Steal My Breath Away. Yeah, steal it, you know. (laughs) Steal my heart, Lord, take and seal it. Right. Never steal. Um, that's the kind of, that's the kind of, I never was, I, I didn't smoke or drink or none of that stuff in high school. I just stole things. So I don't know if you're ready for this. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So 14, 15, there's a young man who moves in across the street from my very best childhood friend. He, I know he likes to play music. I was playing music at the time. He and I hit it off because I went to his door. I said, yo, I heard you playing drums. Trying to jam. True. And he's like, yeah, hit it off from there. Playing music, hanging out. He's introducing me to his my older friends. He's a year older than I am. True. And uh, we're, we're getting into high school. I'm, I'm going in. I'm in eighth grade, ninth, and he's in ninth. Following year, we're going to the same school. Freshman. He's a sophomore. Keep up our friendship. The friendship continues. Um. But he taught me some things that I thought were really cool at the time because he's a cool dude. Nick is neat. Taught me how to smoke cigarettes. Mm. Yeah, he taught me a lot of stuff. He taught me how great it was being the superior race of a white boy. Oh. Yeah, all of his friends, like-minded, same way. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. And uh, introduced me to all these hardcore bands. And I fell in love with the hardcore scene where it's like all the crazy dancing. Yeah, kicking. Racism. And... Oh, and dear. Like, man, oh, yeah, they, 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 oh, they have SS tattooed on their heads. That's a cool band. Jeez. He also taught me how to do graffiti. Here we go. Yeah. So I'm like, man, doing graffiti is cool. He's like, yeah, Mark Echo does it. The guy who does Echo. Yeah. He's, he's big into graffiti. I watch all of his stuff. Okay. So like, we're watching videos on how to, we're drawing in class of True. graffiti. We're tagging stuff up left and right in these different wow. buildings. One night, we're behind the movie theater. And, uh, Good place to be. The security, we were, we were doing our, our painting of sprays, <laughs> and uh, the security guard comes out. He's like, he sees all of our terrible artwork, and he's like, I already have your license plate, because we were too dumb to park anywhere away mm. from the place. So they call the cops. Security guard leaves. We jump in the car, and we go back. We're like, oh, Scott Free. Blue lights behind us. Put yeah. your hands on the seats. So hands up, fingernails covered in paint. They know it's us. Yep. Immediately. <laughs> so then my dad picks me up from the police station. He's he's just a bit perturbed. Yeah. And uh, then he finds the cigarettes in my pocket that the Jeez cops took out. He's like, whose cigarettes are this? Well, I don't know. I mean, 
Not those cigarettes are not mine that Nick taught me how to smoke. Jeez. So my dad takes me back to the scene of the crime so I could revel in my glory and feel like a man about an inch and a half tall. This is what you did to this business? This is what you did? So Dang. we paid to have it repainted and all that stuff. And then fast forward, the next incident with the law is much like yours. <laughs> uh, I met a kid, two kids, both in the same neighborhood. They liked to steal stuff because it was very easy to steal things. Started off small. We went in, you know, went into some skateboard shop, took a skateboard out. And we said to this kid, hey, well, man, we got away with this. We're, we're, we're excited. Hey, we'll trade you this skateboard that he didn't know we stole for some weed. You got weed? Oh. I didn't even know how to smoke weed, man. I wasn't a weed head. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't a, I didn't do the marijuana stuff. Right. So he's like, yeah, so now we're walking around with drugs after trading a stolen skateboard. We no longer have the stolen stuff. But we're right. like, man, this is easy. We can steal anything we want to. Let's go to a sunglass hut. You remember those? The yes. sunglass hut stores? Yes, I do. Oh, with weed on you? I didn't have the weed. Okay, no, okay. No. But we went in there. And for folks who don't realize this, a sunglass hut is just an emporium of very expensive sunglasses and glass cases, which are not locked during the day. So me, being Mr. Talker, because that's right. what I was good at, was talking, would go up to this lady on that work there, take her to the opposite end of the store and be like, I was looking at these. Can you tell me the difference between these mm. and these? Two guys behind her would be taking handfuls of Oakleys, Ray-Bans, everything. And then she's like, yeah, there, there, so there it is. And I was like, these are really great, but unfortunately, I, I haven't gotten paid yet this week. And I'll, and I'll be back next week to get him because I really enjoy those sunglasses. Thank you for your time. We would leave. $2,000 of sunglasses would be gone. My goodness. thing was, at the time, there was two sunglass huts. So we were like, man, there's one on the other end of town. Let's go hit that one. This one was easy. Sure enough, do the exact same ruse to the exact same type of person who's just eager to make that $9 an hour and right. selling me sunglasses to make their quota. We had Oakley's Beyond Belief. We had all these high-end sunglasses. And uh, we, we made the mistake of going to, to say out loud, hey, we're going to Pacific somewhere where the guy I told you about worked. Because I wanted to show him our, our load. Oh. Yeah. So the lady called the cops after she realized all the sunglasses were missing. And she said, I don't know who they are. Camera systems aren't working well. But they are going to Pacific somewhere. She described what we were wearing. There was a cop waiting for us there. Dang. Yeah. So then, like, she takes he takes us back. She IDs me because of the gap in my teeth that she remembered. Dang. <laughs> and uh, my dad got called. I was like, Dad, I didn't do anything. And he... He um, said, well, what's in your pocket? And I pulled out a pair of sunglasses that I had been scratching it with my nail in my pocket the whole time. I was like, these are my sunglasses. Dad, look at them. They're, they're worn and beat up. You see? They're beat up. Those are mine. I didn't take any. I don't have any sunglasses on me. Look, they're already. I've had these forever. Right. But meanwhile, I aged them in my pocket with my fingernail. Right. My dad had never been more disappointed in me in my Jeez. entire life. Did he say it? Uh, like I'm disappointed. Oh, you just saw it in On the face. ride home, usually, you know, your dad will yell at you when yep. you do something bad. My dad told me not to speak to him. Dang. He said, do not talk to me. Dang. And I was like, but daddy, do not speak to me. Dang. Yeah. I was the only senior riding the bus to school every day because my parents didn't trust me to drive and make it to school without Savage. gallivanting. Dang. I had to ride the bus with the weird the weird kid with the frog <laughs> on his t-shirt. You know those kids. Sit at the front of the bus voluntarily. Yep. He was the only other senior in the road bus. He got Dang. bus sick. With his frog shirt, <laughs> coming in here with a hand knit grandma sweater, oh, me and him, <laughs> me and him, just chilling. But man, yeah, that's the extent of my Dang. my badness. I, I do, I do remember the reason why I stole was because I wanted, you know, I wanted those things, but also because and I remember back then it was getting away with the thing. That's, that's, that's the, the part feeling. That, that's the that's the part that's fun. Mm -hmm. I would, I I had stolen. So many, like, and I, man, I would go into, uh, I don't know if you had these back in the day, Happy Harry's. Oh, yeah, the okay. pharmacy. Yes. Yes. Happy Harry's had cologne that wasn't locked up. They sure did. We'd go in there, we'd steal Adidas cologne. Man, Adidas oh, moves. Yeah. Maybe yep. if it didn't smell so good, it wouldn't yeah, have got stolen. I, yeah. Uh, whose fault is this? Maybe Adidas. if it smelled like garlic and butt farts. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have put it in my pocket and ran out the store. Smell if you had dirty doo-doo butter smell. No, it smelled glorious. And I had that Adidas cologne for they years. They still sell it at Lowe's, or Roses. Do they? Yeah. So if you can find like a place that sells Bod spray, you remember Bod? 
Yes, I do. Chances are they've got Adidas moves. Wow. I think Walmart has it too. I bought a bottle Dang. just because it took me back and it smelled so. <laughs> I was thir- oh man, I was a best smelling thirteen yep, year old. Guaranteed, and I'd spray myself hard. Neck, you had neck, to. L- like wrist, wrist. Yeah, moms don't wash hoodies all the time, so no. that hoodie smelled like Adidas, and you would just yeah. layer it on. Yeah. Was there stuff? So uh, looking back, there's there's places that I I mean I just couldn't afford. What was the cool like in brand stuff when you were younger? Uh, so going into middle school or high school? Let's say middle school then high school. Middle school was K Swiss. Okay. Those shoes were hot because yep. everybody's like, "Don't get down with that Swiss." Yep. <laughs> so I bought these shoes from Walmart that had the four stripes like the K Swiss right. did, and I was like. Yeah, my mom will spend forty dollars on shoes, but these look like them. Right. And first day, Corey got bubbles uh, on. <laughs> bobos! Oh my gosh! Corey wearing yes. bobos. Oh. I forgot about. I forgot about bobos. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they said because like one kid was like he was looking at him. What kind of shoes are those? And I was like I don't know, man. The kind with four four lines on them. He was like, oh, they must be K Swiss. And I was like, yeah, that's what they are. My mom bought them K Swiss. He's like, well, I don't see the shield. That was the K-Swiss emblem. It doesn't say K-Swiss on there. It says so- Soho. It says Soho. And Ooh. his older brother in the back of the bus, Corey got bubbles on. <laughs> Corey's wearing bubbles. And I'm just like, man, no, I'm not. It's not making fun. Never wore those shoes again. No, you can't. Mm-mm. You can't wear those again. Man, those kids, middle and high school, those kids are rough. Ruthless, man. And the, the thing is that you, at that age, you can't afford this stuff yourself. No. So you have to ask your parents. Or steal it. Or steal it. But Those I don't the only recommend options. either option because no. your mom's going to be mad at you for not appreciating what you have. Yep. And if you steal it, you're going to end up being in jail with Strawberry Joe or whatever <laughs> I called myself earlier. Straw- <laughs> yeah, just- Strawberry Joe's not as delicate around the edges as I am. No. He's not a kind guy. <laughs> he's very, very aggressive. He is. Uh, doesn't like taking no for an answer. No, he doesn't. And you never, you never get to, you never get to get a full six hours, you know, eight hours of sleep. He always gives them real firm massages too. Yeah. You know, like when somebody rubs your shoulders and it's not, it doesn't even feel good. You're just like, man, this is even nice. Ow, it hurts I didn't, me. Didn't want this. Ouch. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter. You're getting it. <laughs> That's what happens when you steal kids. <laughs> you go, <gonna be laughs> Strawberry, Strawberry Joe's gonna Strawberry rub your shoulders <laughs> against your will. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the cool stuff. So. Uh, so back then, back in middle school, it was cool to wear all that oversized stuff, like oh, yeah. 3X type stuff. If you had a t-shirt that didn't cover your elbows, it was called Young. You know, it had like a Young shirt on. Uh-huh. So it was that, wearing white tees, jerseys, yes. that type of thing. Um, Timberlands. Yep, Tim's. Yep. I, I had to wear a uniform all middle school. So Dang. It's, your shoe game was That's where it was. That's the important part. Yep. So I was wearing Tim's. Yep. Had to. My, we we found a pair of Tim's on sale at the Timberland Outlet. Hey back man, when it existed. It, it, that's fine. They were blue. I kept <laughs> I kept them into my late twenties. Did you have I a brush? Them. Did you have a brush? You have yeah, to have the have, suede brush. You have to, you have to brush. You, you gotta, gotta brush, brush your teeth. You gotta brush those Tim's. <laughs> you gotta brush, forget brushing your teeth at no. thirteen. Brush those Tim's. Brush them boots. <laughs> brush those boots. <laughs> Did you have Air Force Ones? Uh no, I so I was a Dunks guy. I really like Dunks. Okay. And Air Maxes. Okay. I'm still an Air Max. I love Air Maxes. Uh, but I, um, I'm not a big fan of Nike anymore since all the China labor stuff. So Fair enough. Yeah, so I don't really buy. You're not I, dunking anymore. I'm not dunking <laughs> anymore. I looked, though. I had a pair of dunks, and they had baseball stitching, and they were Yankees blue mm. and white, and they were fire. They were my favorite ones, and I bought those on sale. I looked them up online like two months ago. Hundreds of dollars. Oh, bro. Easily. 800 to 1000 Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Man, I wish, and I mean, this is this is a, a slight pivot. I wish I kept all my Pokemon cards. Same. I wish I did. I wouldn't have to work. Bro, it, why would you? Did you remember the holographic Charizard? Yes. Okay, so for those folks who don't know what Pokemon is, read a book, mm-hmm. okay? I'm not going to explain to you the whole Pokemon world with Fools. Ash, Ash Ketchum. And Misty and, and Brock. Misty. Brock was such a cool dude who definitely deserved Misty, but Ash was... All right, we were okay, sorry. We, we yeah, were interrupted was, by yeah. somebody with a very loud, booming voice. I was like, "What?" We're actually currently in uh, Nate's garage. <laughs> First episode, we were in a nursery. Yeah. Now we're in a garage. We're going. Places. We're moving up. We're moving. Like Amazon started moving in a garage. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> See, we're good. Anywho, uh, Pokemon cards was the stuff, and I remember fifth grade, Mr. Kelso, the vice principal of my elementary school, came up to my lunch table and he said, "Do you guys know what this is?" And he holds me a holographic Charizard. Oh my! And right there. I experienced my first, uh, 
You peed yourself. It was, it was like a pocket oyster. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> Got you. Okay. Got you. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> and by that I meant I stole steef- seafood as well. I got you. Okay, <laughs> just, uh, just, putting, just putting clams and <laughs> crab legs in your pocket. Anyway, it's a weird thing to steal. I was like, Mister Kelso, do you know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's contraband. You're not allowed to have these in school. But I took it off somebody who did have it, and they were flashing it around. So if you guys decide to bring your Pokemon cards like this guy did, Dang. I'm going to take them. And I was like, Mister Kelso, and we don't have any money at fifth grade, man. But you know it's worth $250. That's a yeah. number that sticks in your head because that's a Easily. lot of money when you're 10 or 11 years old. For so sure. I, I had my lunch money. I was like, Mr. Kelso, I'll give you a dollar for that card right now. <laughs> right now. I'll skip lunch today to have that. I'll give you that dollar. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar for that card. He's like, no, I can't do it. Speaking of uh, teachers, uh, this is a, a slight uh, pivot. But you, uh, there's a dude named Mr. Casey. Uh, we're moving up two grades, so sixth grade. Uh. Mr. Casey was super weird with all of the girls in, in class. Uh-huh. So we're talking about like Strawberry Joe rubbing on the shoulders. Uh-huh. He'd have his hand on like a girl's shoulder as, Ooh. and we all and we all would like, and he had a lisp too. So it was funny that you were you were, you were doing that social studies, which is not what you want if you have a lisp, especially social, not when you're talking about geography. Yeah, no, it's certainly not social studies. <laughs> not a good look, Mr. Casey. Uh, but like all these girls felt like super duper uncomfortable with him. <sighs> I mean, we, we say we would go wherever wherever it, it would go. Did you have people in high school that were fooling around with teachers or vice versa? Yes. I think it happens in every school. I actually learned more about my high school after I got out of it. Mm. Um, I remember there was a teacher and a coach of sorts that would have these girls that we all had crushes on, you know, these girls that everybody had a crush on, yeah. go into his classroom like an hour before school started. Dang. What are they doing in there? You know, I don't have video evidence of anything happening, but you could put two to two together. Yeah. Sneak in early, sneak closed door. Yep. Nobody knew they were in there. I Dang. mean, you knew what was happening. And then you like, you, you think about, you know, what type of teachers you thought they were. And you're still very impressionable. You're in, you're oh, in your adolescence, sure. man. And this guy, this was a teacher, probably the only teacher that I've ever had get in my face. Mm. I was driving to school and he was going super slow. And I was, I forget what I was driving. I'm not even supposed to drive. So <laughs> I passed him and I got to school like 10 or 15 minutes early and he parks behind my Ford Explorer at the time. So I can't go anywhere. And he was like screaming obscenities at me saying like, really? what are you doing here so early? What are you doing here? And I'm like, well, sir, I heard you were here a little early. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a time where he saw me in my history class. And he, from what I heard, he was trying to make me mad to join the wrestling team because I was thick and stout, and he knew I'd be a good wrestler. Dang. Um, but he was like, what's up, dude? Mr. Mr. Oh, I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Hard Guy over here, not talking to the teacher, huh? Huh? Why don't you and I go in the parking lot and go a couple of rounds? But you know what? I don't think you could make it a couple of rounds. Wow. Like, trying to get me going. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, cool, cool composed Corey. Like, man, I got a girlfriend now. <laughs> I don't need none I of need, this. I need you. Come on, man. First off, go ahead and hit me. I'm going to own you, the school, yep. your car. Yeah. You're going to be divorced before you know it. Guaranteed. Come on, man. Hit me. I'm 17 years old, 16 years old. Let's go. I wish you would hit me. Do Pop! it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could probably take me in a fight. That's, that's neither here nor there. But I'm, I'm after your wallet. To, I'm going to take you to court. <laughs> right. And I wouldn't do that now. Like, if somebody punches me, I'm just going to be like, I probably deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You know, I yeah, deserve that I deserve one. That I one. probably, I probably... There was um there was a guy he was messing around with this so he same situation this girl would go to his classroom way before school started would be in there door closed lights off yeah and so um it was during it was while we, it was while we were there so I don't think that they ever got caught necessarily but if all the kids know right teachers have to you know you have to know so he this guy is married two kids. He quits his job at the school I was at, Glasgow High School, went to Newark High School to teach there. Uh, Newark, the girl, Maryland? Uh, Delaware. Oh, okay. Yeah, goes to Newark High School to teach. That girl that he was messing around with ends up getting pregnant. He leaves his wife and kids, and they get together, and they get married. He's the baby daddy. 100%. But oh. This, but this, so this girl, this, yes. Oh, my gosh. 16. Oh, so, uh, Mike Alverson, you're gross. And, yeah, Mike. Uh, I'm going to use your whole name. Yeah, Mike. Michael. Mr. Mr. Alverson. 
Um, what do you teach? He, he taught math. And here's the thing. I'm not particularly great at math. And in high school, like I'd, I'd be joking around, like I wasn't the class clown. There's this dude named David was actually the, the class clown. He was um, physical humor, you know, uh, Good like gyrate gy- gy- his hips gy- yeah, or something. A lot of hip stuff. A lot of funny hip stuff. No, but he he would he would be more like he he'd get people going and like us together like I I'd, I'd be we'd be getting people laughing or whatever and so clearly if people are laughing they're not paying attention. She ain't got no nipples. She ain't got no nipples. <laughs> and so um he would get mad because like we very easily get the class off topic and we'd be laughing or whatever and so he he said to me he's like Nate you don't have anything going up up there do you you're like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. And all that, all that year, he'd call me Scarecrow, as if I had no brains. Right. And so, uh, for Halloween coming up, uh-huh. uh, we're doing the uh, Wizard of Oz theme. Yes. Jen's gonna be Dorothy, and she's from Kansas, and so like, yeah. we're just gonna lean into it. And she's like, "Oh, like you could be one of the characters from there." And I was like, "I'm not gonna be the Scarecrow." You're just and yelling I, at your I wife. Just, just, I'm not gonna be the Scarecrow. Woman, we're not doing it. Not again. We'll do Little Mermaid. And so I hate uh, that movie. I think I'm gonna be the Tin Man, but I refuse to be the Scarecrow. I completely forgot about Mr. Albertson. You know, his infidelity, all of that, completely forgot. But it came boiling back up to the surface at the name of the Scarecrow. You know what? There, there, If there was some sort of, like, hit squad where they were like, we need you to secretly take out this certain group of people, I would be okay with it if that certain group of people were child predators. There is no lower human being, in None. my opinion. Dude, and man, I sh- we shouldn't go this route. We nah, can. we can. There's a group of dudes. We're dads, man. This is yeah, something we, we got to yeah, think of. This, this is, stuff this happens right under our noses. There's a group of dudes that is trying to normalize being in a relationship with a young kid. Yeah, they say like it's ageism or something, or you can't control like who you're attracted to or something. Yep, which is which is disgusting. Oh man. yeah. And I so when I think when I think back, so I was a high school teacher years ago. Right. And by that, it's like two years ago. I think so. And so I'll, I'll be the first to say a lot of the, and this is just me keeping it 100% real. I, I'm a young looking dude. Yeah. And, you know, not a lot of facial hair, not super tall, whatever. I looked like I, I was a high school student. And there'd be times that people come to my classroom like, where's the teacher? I was like, I'm here. That hurts my feelings. But um, a lot of the kids that I was teaching are kids, football players, 6'2", you yeah. know, big guys. But also I'm teaching like these young women, like mm-hmm. 17, 18 year old girls, but they look like they, they would be my own age. Sure. And so, um, thinking back when I was, you know, in high school and I'm 16, 17 years old, these guys are in their twenties, if not early thirties where I was when I was teaching. And so, um, like if I think about it on a base level and think like, Oh, like this is a young girl. That's like a young ish guy. Like he happens to be, a, let's say he's a single guy. Let's say that he's not married with sure. two kids, like Albertson. Let's say that that's Mike. not the case. You're you're a single guy and you're teaching, and you find you know a student attractive, so to speak, or whatever. You've got ten years on this kid, mm-hmm. and you're in a position of power, and that's nothing but like manipul. You know, like exactly. That's gross, and so. Like as a as a teacher, I always looked at the as the students as kids. No matter you know, sure. guy, girl, whatever, they're little in they're truly little kids. Yes. And so for somebody to look at a little kid and be like, Man, you know, look at we that. should we should definitely, you know, you know, right. Well, like you said, nothing lower, Mm-mm. nothing more gross. Bottom line, if you're an educator, you are held to a higher standard. You are. And if you're an adult in the presence of children, you are also held to a higher standard. Have to be. And if there is any evidence of you taking advantage of children in my presence, I will end everything that you know to be life. Break them. Yep. Break them. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is a commercial from our very valued sponsor. I'm just so thankful that we partner with these guys. It's Absolutely. Huge. And uh, you know what? I'm not even going to allow you to know the name. Uh, we're going to let them do all the talking. We'll be right back. Do you want to feel extreme? Is parachuting or bungee jumping just not for you anymore? Do you drive 100 miles an hour just to go to get a pack of cigarettes? This is for you. Introducing John Wands Base Jumping. This is the one and only program that you only need to go to once. Base jumping doesn't require any silly parachutes or any of those namby-bamby bungee cords. I've been, I've been base jumping um, at least twice. And here's the thing, um, the first time it was absolutely amazing. 
Um, but it did leave me uh, without the use of my arms and legs. So the second time, I just kind of got pushed out, and I would say it wasn't a purposeful base jump. Um, I, <laughs> I was pushed. Uh, it was an attempted That's right. This is the one and only place where you can go to get murdered. <laughs> At least attempted anyway. We have a new service, and if you don't want to jump, we push you. It's only for an extra $39.95. Heights vary from 40 feet to 90 feet to 4 miles, where we take you up into the extreme helicopter and push you at your wit's end. The first time I got pushed, I mean, I, I was scared at first, but then they told me to shut up, and then they just shot me from behind. And that's the way that we work here in our... Uh, Hojo Mojo. Our name is ever changing. I want to remind you of that because we do have quite a few lawsuits on our hands. <laughs> so we change up our name and we uh, pick a new town. But that, that means we're traveling. We're a mobile base jumping service. And who knows? We could be coming to a town <laughs> near you. If you want to jump, don't be a punk. Mojo Hojo base jumping. Ah! <laughs> I just think I, I got two girls, man. You know? Yeah. And we're just, we're not talking about this to be, you know, downers or anything like that. It's just, you know, this is a podcast for young parents that Mm -hmm. are trying to figure out this whole weird thing that you call parenting. I've got two kids, oldest one's three. I've never done that before the three-year-old. I've never parented anybody before. I've never been in charge of another human being. And when you are and you're handed that baton of of fatherhood, man, it's a game changer. And of course, when you get married to your wife, there's another baton that's held there, but Man, if somebody came up to my wife, I knew she has a fighting chance to scratch that dude's face off. Guaranteed. But if somebody comes up to my beautiful three-year-old and was like, hey, I got puppies if you wanted to take a look. Man, little three-year-old would eat that up. Yeah. I'd probably eat it up. I'd be like, heck yeah, yeah, can I'll, I see the puppy? I'll, I would like to see those puppies, Yeah, please. I like puppies. For people who prey on, on kids, and that's what it is, honestly, man, because when you're in a position of power like that, these kids are, these kids are truly powerless. For sure. Um, that's why... That's why, uh, so Jen has a friend named Maria. Maria has, has taught her kids to call their private parts by what they actually are. Right. So, like, so they this know. Is, yes, this is your penis. Oh, I heard vaginas. that. I heard that in one of your episodes because in the court of law, exactly. they can't just be like, he touched my goo-goo. Exactly. Yeah. And I saw, um, I saw Law & Order SVU. I'd watch that after school yeah, as well. Yeah, that was well. a great yeah, show. Yeah, loved it. Who, that dude always making jokes on seeing, like, Dead bodies involved yeah, in like sex I, crimes. Yeah, just, just wow, you know, took a slip down one the yeah, bites the dust. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, come this was on. a brutal murder. <laughs> um, but uh, this guy was taking advantage of this mentally challenged girl, but he would call it exercising. And so when they went in and they like questioned the girl, they said, yeah. "Did he ever, you know, uh, like ever have sex with you or like blah blah blah?" She's like, "You know, no." We She's just like, had, no. we exercised. She's like, "No," and but wouldn't even like didn't even say that. And so, uh, so. Clearly, all of Law and Order, they they fix it in one hour, sure. you know, from start to finish, and so I think that they showed her, like a doll, like they they had dolls. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, like that's exercising. And then she was, they were like, what? And she's like, yeah, that's exercising. She's like, I exercise with you know, blah blah blah. And that's how they caught him. Oh my gosh. So with yeah. that being said, I'm teaching Max. This is your penis. Yes. You know, this because he's not going to be in a situation where you know, like oh, that's you know. That's your love part, or that's your, you know. Yeah, we happy do. Place. We do booty and cootie. Those are ours. But and and while they are questionable, there's not a lot that you wouldn't know. Like if a kid came up to you and said somebody touched my cootie, right. you would know exactly what they're yeah, referring to. It's not the to. elbow. It's not the elbow. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Nobody's touching your toes at that point. Right. Nobody. <laughs> so, so parents <laughs> don't refer to your kids' toes as cooties. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But it's that's my worst. That's one of my worst fears. When she's out of my sight for a second, I freak because it, it takes just a snap of a finger. Yeah, man. That's why and, – and this is this is a, a slight pivot. But that's why Jen's not about letting some person on babysitter.com no. watch Max. Heck no. Not Are even, you kidding me? Not even a thought. There are people I go to church with who I don't want watching my kids. Heck no. And the thing is all it takes – most usually people who commit these type of things are family members. Yep. Friends of the family. Yep. Or somebody like at a church type situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, man, there's no way. No, and we're not saying that we associate with people that we know do this no, or anything like that. No. We're just saying like we are very protective as fathers, you know? Have it's not, to be, man. So like when people are like, oh my God, if if, too, if people are too eager to babysit, 
that to me is a red flag. Mm. And, you know, the people that are eager to babysit that have made it known to me that they want to babysit, I don't have any worries about it. But I'm definitely not going to put my guard down to somebody who just cannot wait to spend time with my kid. That you Alone. Don't, right? Like, it's weird. Go out to dinner for a couple of days. They spend the night. Yeah. Like, no, that's not happening. As that's a matter weird. of fact, I have 12 hidden cameras around here that prove to me that uh, you are who you say you are. Yep. And it's right to my phone, and I'll be watching it all night. That We're actually not going anywhere. Mm. We're actually parked across the street watching you watch our kids. Creep. Do you have, do you have cameras in your house? No. Um, I'd like to, but the only thing that bugs me about those is... If you want to be able to look at them from your phone, you have to have a connected Wi-Fi. Other people can look at them too. Yep. And I'm not trying. You know, I'll, sometimes I like to walk around with the kibbles. Hey, and the, the, and, and the bits. You know, I just if I forget, like maybe I want to listen to music before I get in the shower, but I yeah. forgot my speaker on the counter. I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get it. Hey, nope. Like, what was my 67 year old neighbor guy gonna look in? No. Go for it, man. And if he is, hey, this is what this is. This me. is called a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we don't have any cameras in, in our house. I think that the people that we would trust to watch Max like overnight for like an extended amount of time are Jen's parents, yes. my own parents, yes. and my brother and my sister. Okay. Outside of that, bro, I mean, clearly, I mean. You, you don't, don't have, have to trust without, me with it. You've never seen I, me with your kid alone. <laughs> but, I, but I know your character, though. Yeah. And so I, I know you would fight a – rip a man's face off and hand it to me and say, hey, this guy looked at Max weird. I would go – yeah, I would go the extent. For your kid that I would my own. Oh my standard. gosh. I would fight a man ferociously. If someone put like pushed Finley or made her feel some type of way, Mm-mm. lose it, man. Yeah. No question. I'd do that for your son. Happily. Um, to not be on the, you know, the, the, the kid uh, type subject arena type of thing. <laughs> um, in growing up, did your parents give you the sex talk? Uh, yeah, my dad did it in a really weird way. How'd it go? It was, man, it was like, I was young. I was younger than all the other kids. Like, I remember having the talk well before the school gave it to me. <laughs> and it, my, <laughs> we were sitting in my dad's pickup truck, just me and him. He had like a little tiny, like work truck, beater truck for, you know, from his job. And we were riding in there and he's like, well, you know what sex is? And I was like, yeah, I know what sex is, dad. I'm, How old are you? I'm like eight or nine, probably <laughs> at this point. Wow. Like, yeah, probably nine. And he was like, what is it? And I was like, man, it's kissing and hugging the, <laughs> the, the private parts and he's like no nope, that's not it and i was like okay so what is it then and then he tells me he's and he's talking about he's talking about holes wow and he's talking about i don't all right i don't know all right pg-13 moment at this point your kids have already had the talk and is probably already aware of how sex goes so right if you are uncomfortable with your kids hearing about just it just an fyi yeah just fast forward 30 seconds yeah. to a minute in an hour yeah um he said, he was mentioning holes and all this stuff, but he made it seem like it was really weird. I was like, dude, I'm never having sex with a girl if that's how you do it. <laughs> I'm that's out. really weird. And then he said, and men um, have this stuff that comes out of them called this, and we all know what this is referring to. And I was like, man, that's weird. What's it look like? <laughs> and he's like, I'll never forget it. <laughs> I was like, man, what's that stuff look like, Dad? And he, he stopped, and he kind of like looks, you know, like looks up in right. a pondering moment, and he looks up and he goes, "You know what two in one shampoo and conditioner looks like?" Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. Wow. I was like, heck yeah, man! I'm in my bathroom right now. I know what it looks like. He was like, kind of looks like that. Wow. So I look at it and I'm like, I'm in the shower the next time, like two in one conditioner. Let me see this. Put, put some in my hand and I'm like that's what that's it looks weird. like that's weird does it smell as good uh. is it safe to put your hair <laughs> does it is leave it in <laughs> is it leave in is or immediately in? wash out what do I do <laughs> my my dad gave me the talk uh, but he did not use like the anatomically correct names so my dad referred to the penis as captain winky captain winky captain winky my dad's referred to that as that as well as captain winky yes it must serious? be a generational it thing. has to be yeah but he's like man sometimes captain winky's gonna stand at attention and i was like <laughs> well, I'm thinking, so, like, <laughs> so what is he doing now yeah, That's he's, what, <laughs> is he sitting down is he is he, is he AWOL? <laughs> He's not at attention. Yeah, no. It he, gets he's different. Reverse. Yeah. <laughs> it changes shapes. And so Captain Winky and we'll stand at attention. Gonna, and I don't think it was like the Is full, he at ease is currently? He currently at ease. Okay. Um, and so called it Captain Winky. 
and said like uh this is something that people do when they love each other and they're married this yeah. is something that a that a dad and a mom do you know together to make babies and, yeah, yeah and they said it's to make babies um and it's kind of like wrestling uh, but all right. you know, not really. All right, Mr. Williams, um, get I, I freaky. Think yeah, I think that, <laughs> that, 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 that lets, that lets me into a point of your dad's life I never yeah, thought. Yeah, hey man, welcome, man, welcome in wrestling. Yeah, I remember like suplex. Yeah, this, <laughs> do you chop the elbow on? Do him? you DDT him? <laughs> Doesn't seem romantic. Um, I remember looking for the. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm thinking, like, what if you thought that growing up? It was, like, professional wrestling. And you, I just imagine you go up to Jen, like, hey, you trying to get freaky? And she's like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. You just choke slammer. <laughs> My dad said it's wrestling. My dad said this is it. I love you. People's elbow. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I remember I remember going into my uh, my parents' bedroom. I was looking for the fingernail clippers. No, and you went in the drawer. I went in the drawer. Mm. And uh, I saw I saw condoms in there. And I thought, like, what are these for? They already have kids. Right. I remember thinking that. Yeah. Thinking that the act, you know, mm-hmm. the sex was only for making kids. Oh. So I thought, you're done. You know, you're not doing that anymore. You didn't know that it was biblically a beautiful thing. I didn't know it was to a do rec- a lot. I didn't know it was a recreational thing. Okay. Also, never heard my parents do any type of anything at all. Neither one of my well, my dad's really affectionate. My mom not so much. Uh, she's just kind of more like a like I like to read and like keep to myself type, type of. <laughs> so she's type a of closet gal. freak, is what so you're saying. I don't I don't know that comes to be out the with case. like <laughs> comes out with like a, the mat the the black mask thing that covers I, up the eyes like a bandit. <laughs> I can't see. I can't, mom. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I, I'm sure that you know whatever it was was above board. All of that. Um, but I do remember my dad also talking to me about. Like it was the sex talk, but also the porn talk as well. Oh yeah. And at that point, I had already seen some stuff. I went to my friend Kevin's house. It was a sleepover, and went to Playboy.com oh, and yeah. showed me, you know, that way. And this is back when you had a computer. Like kids had computers in their room, parents weren't around, and that's the first. I think I was fifth grade. It's the first time I saw you saw like a an naked areola. Lady. Yeah, I first 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 time. Yeah. And I thought like, ew, gross, like, oh. Uh. Didn't do anything with it. Just you know, just looked and was just yeah, like, "Oh, your wow. boys, curious yeah. boys." And I remember looks another, like my mom. Yeah, like oh wow. Right. Um, but I remember another sleepover at this uh, this guy Nick's house. He had Cinemax. Oh. Uh, and we watched some after hours uh, Skinamax type stuff. Yeah, it was some Skinamax type stuff. Now that was my first introduction to that. I will say, and because we're going to go here on the podcast, that wasn't necessarily a vice for me. Growing up, right, I, I, it wasn't something that I necessarily turned to, like entertainment-wise, whatever. Um, I I was I was usually like I was just messing around with people in the normal yes. sense of the. Uh, of sure, the, was that the case for you? Did you when were you first introduced to something of the more adult? Uh, it was a magazine. So like my parents had. Uh, a couple of daycare centers when I was in daycare. So I attended the daycare. Oh, wow. And I was probably 10, maybe nine or something. I don't know. But there was a kid that lived directly behind the daycare. And like my dad owned it. So he would, you know, sit around, talk to the teachers, see how everything's going when he would pick me up from his regular job. And um, I would go to this kid's house and just play in his backyard because it was within eyeshot of the daycare. My dad knew where I was. He was like, oh, you're Tyler. So that's cool. Got it. Tyler's the same age as me. His dad... I think his name was Butch, I think. Sounds about right. Yeah. And he <laughs> lived in the exact same house that you would think he would live in. Gotcha. You know, like yep. outside dogs. Yep. You know, probably, you know, had a Confederate flag at one point sure. in his life. Yeah. Um, always covered in oil for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Security real estate, man. What do you do? <laughs> what do you, what Don't worry about it. <laughs> but they had this area of their house where it was like a mud room, but for like trashy houses okay and that mud room they had a puppy in there and that mud room was lined to the floors with pages from a magazine are you serious so i'm like looking down and i was like whoa look at these that's crazy yeah whoa i was very intrigued by those 
And then, of course, later, the, the HBO late night. Right. You know, the show Cat House would come on. There it is. I'm like, yo, it's Thursday or whatever day it came on. Mom, I'm just going to sleep out here tonight. <laughs> I'm just staying up watching cartoons. I'm just watching this show called Cats. <laughs> it's the musical. Yeah. That's what it was. But then, like, I remember I was staying at my buddy's house. And you remember on basic cable, if you didn't have that channel, it would come in with all those squiggly color lines. Channel 99 for us. Yeah. Yep. Ours was 44. So we would flip it to channel 44. Yep. And we'd be like, oh, is that a nipple? Yeah. Oh, what is that? But it would, and that would have some volume sometime. Yep. It's like, oh, like an American Pie. Yes. It was that scene in American Pie. I lived it. And I remember my buddy, and uh, his name's Drew. He was like, dude, we got to change this. What if, what if the cable company calls my mom? <laughs> and I'm like, the cable company is going to call your mom to say that we stayed on a channel that you didn't get. I'm not sure that that makes a lot <laughs> that of sense. Doesn't make sense, Drew. Stop being a. All right. We'll go back and play <laughs> Battle Tanks on Nintendo 64 then. <laughs> Uh, I, I I remember. Okay, this is, this is, I don't know. If this is the case for you uh, growing up. So, I remember fifth grade or so, and I had a my, my older brother Joe, sixth grade. Something that that we learned as little boys was like the length of your penis mattered, and so if you had a big, it doesn't. It. it, it <laughs> I'm, I'm like. If I had it my way, it'd be three feet. I thought, man, I thought it all this time. All this time, I've been, I've been this. I life. was convinced that the length of it mattered. It's the width. Is it? Is it? I wanted to emulate a tape measure. It's like, going for a, a all the way out. Yeah, real just, thin, just yellow, no much written metal, on it. Metal at the end with a little stick thing, yeah. so you know to you just keep it there when you stretch it out. So. So, uh, so I remember me and my friend Steven looking like a swordfish. Yeah. That's that's that was the ideal uh, package uh, variety. So, so I remember me and my friend Steven, we go, uh, we're over at his house. His parents leave to like go pick up dinner for us, or yeah. whatever. He comes back, so we go on his family computer and we looked up how to make your penis longer. Longer, yes, yeah, longer. So they're not they're knowing to, that you only need a little bit. Yeah, to, <laughs> so yeah you don't, you don't, you don't need long. You don't need a foot. But in my mind, I, I was equating manhood. I was, <laughs> I was equating manhood to the length of, yeah. of the penis. So we're looking up how to lengthen, and we're going on different sites, and we're honestly looking at like these are exercises to do. This is like, so we're we're looking that we'll write this down or whatever. I have five pound dumbbell. Right, too. Just, <laughs> just let it dangle just there for the day. Drop it out the window. So. <laughs> So we, we, we watch all this, and so we're just like, all right, like, got the information, great. Did you do your stretches? In our, it, <laughs> you stretch today, man? So in Stay our... to my knee. <laughs> in our fifth grade, so 10-year-old, <laughs> in our mind, we're like, all right, we just, we just looked at some stuff that we shouldn't have. Let's close out of this window. Sure. So that it's not there anymore. <laughs> so we close out the window. We're like, we're good. We're good. You know, we, clump, we, we close clump, the dang we, window. We, we, close, we close the window. You know? <laughs> no nobody going to yeah, see no, this ever again. No one's, no one's going to know. Who's going to know? Not knowing so, how the yeah, internet works. Yeah, yeah, not knowing at all. Close out the window. They come back home from wherever. We uh, go and play like N64 or whatever. Yeah, Battle so, Tanks. Yeah, so <laughs> they, they have dinner going. This is a sleepover thing. I had just gotten dropped off like an hour, two hours before. So he, the, his dad goes upstairs, goes on the computer, does a very easy uh, history, uh, check. history search. I think it might have been two clicks. Like show history. Sees. Penisenlargement.com, whatever, whatever, whatever. My Sees goodness, what has Darcy been looking yeah, up? Is like she looking not happy <laughs> with me? It's like, let me check the time of the search. Like, Darcy, you said everything was fine. <laughs> I told you it's a condition. <laughs> Working on it. Doing my stretches. I don't need you to. <laughs> Why are you Googling this you stuff, Googling? Darcy? It's like, I, didn't, I didn't leave this up. So he comes down while we're playing video games before dinner. He says, uh, Nate, you're going to have to go. And I was like, why? What happened? And he said, I went upstairs. And keep in mind, like, I'm 10. Mm -hmm. He's like, I go up. Uh, we went up. He's like, I went upstairs. I looked at the history, and I saw what you guys were looking up. Boo. Like, time slows yes. down. I'm Cold like, oh, sweat. Yep, sweating. My heart's pounding. Yes. And he uh, called my parents. And so my parents come and pick me up. And we, so we weren't looking at porn. Right. And so I was able to, and, and like my dad was able to have the conversation, like, son, like this doesn't matter. Like, 
you're a growing boy. Things will grow as they're supposed to grow. Well, they was, didn't, yeah, Dad. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't grow. <laughs> Spoiler alert. 31 I'm years 31. old. With a six-year-old's <laughs> penis. But I didn't get in the whole uh, – because it was, it was more on the like inquisitive, like trying to yeah. learn t- type of thing. Yeah, Dad, I'm just trying to be more, more like a man. Yeah, that, that, that's all that is. Yeah, I'm just trying to lengthen the hog. Yeah, that, that, that's all – um, but I remember, I remember there were, there were friends of mine. So let's fast forward to college. There were friends of mine who that had a real grip on them, like a real, like really? pornography had a re- like a real hold mm. on some, on like a lot of Christian dudes that I, yeah. that I know. Um, and what it is and correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, growing up in church, you're told not to, not to masturbate, not to, uh, you know, be sexually promiscuous and yeah. it, with any girl, like all of that stuff. And so I think that like as young men, we're all this stuff is pent up inside of us. And the way to express that for most guys, most Christian guys is like, all right, I'm not gonna mess around with a girl. I'm just gonna do this stuff, you know, in the privacy of my own home type of thing. Yeah, I'll solo it. Yeah, I'll just I'll just, I'll, I'll you just know, do one yeah, player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> player won this thing. And uh it got to the point with a lot of the guys that I knew. So they go from being single guys to guys in relationship to guys that are married, but that thing never got dealt with, you uh, know? Yeah. And so here they are. They bring this thing that they they uh, learned 13, 14 years old. They bring that into their marriage as 27, 28-year-old men. Right. And uh, put it, like would really drive a wedge between them and their wives because very quick, I mean, easily. Let's say that, that our wives, we find out that our wives are looking at some freak stuff. Yeah. You know, we're thinking, what am I... So I don't satisfy you. Or, yeah, you could either go that way or it's like, is this what you're into? Right. And you were just afraid to vocalize it. And you never told me. And you never told me. Because I could, you know. I can do this. I can uh, try that. I can, do, I can do these things. I don't fit into latex as well as right. I used to. Yeah, no. I, my, my leg doesn't do that. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I remember I uh, there's a, a guy, um, a friend of mine, he'd be like, uh, man, I just really need prayer because, like, I'm about to tell my wife that I've been looking at some stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm thankful that that's not my story. I'm, I'm thankful that I don't have that, you know, looming over me. But I know plenty of guys that did. Sure. Now, for me, the girls that I messed around with, uh, those that those relationships came back to bite me in my like uh, dating gen and in my married life. Because, like I was saying in the past episode, um, I didn't close those doors. Right. Close them the way that I, I yes, should have. Should've. Yeah. Um, was that has that been? The case for you, did past relationships or past things that you might have dealt with as a younger Christian man find their way in your marriage? No, um, yeah, because like Heather's, she's curious, so she would just be like, you seem to know that girl that was at the establishment we just left. Dang. Did, did you guys, you know, did anything happen? Dang. And I'm not going to lie to her. Right. You know, that's, I'm, I'm yeah, I, I lived a pretty shady yeah. life, you know, and I'm not proud of it. As a matter of fact... A majority of my life before my finding my beautiful bride was shady, man. I mean, like it was, you know, it, it, and I feel bad because she doesn't have a lot of friends here because mm. she she's a transplant from Pennsylvania. So for her to come back here and like yeah. I can't go into an establishment without finding somebody that I was somewhat intimate with, even yeah. even emotionally involved with. Yep. And I'm going to tell her straight up. I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, I had a crush on her. Or she had a crush on me or something. But nothing happened. And, and still, that that hurts her heart. For she, sure. She lives here now. Um, so that it has come in there. But I'm trying my best to just be like, listen, honey, you know, like, you have 100% of yep. what I am. Yep. You saved my life from me being a complete piece of garbage. Dang. You've turned me into a good man, a good father. And I chalk it all up to her mm. because without her... I wouldn't be a good dude. I would be, you know, I felt like I had, and I think I said this the first episode, like she never made me do anything. She never said like, don't talk to people. Don't do this. Be this way. She encouraged me to be that way without even knowing it. Dang. Like I wanted to be better for her. Cause I realized like, yo, this is a solid caliber woman. Yeah. And if I'm who I am now and I stay that way with her, she's, she's not going to want to be around me. Right. So I changed. And man, like, we have fantastic, <coughs> fantastic wives. Absolutely. We have punched way above our belt. Yep. You know, we, I mean, uh, we didn't trick these women, but we've got some stellar, stellar. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you have a quality 
person that you're dating, you know, uh, guys dating your wives or wives it, mm-hmm. for the ladies listening, they make you want to be better without telling you be better. Yes, that's the that's the trick, and I think that and um you played the you play the did you play lacrosse? No, you wrestle. No. I forget. I, forget, I played no. little league. Little league. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Played well, some I'll, I'll use I'll use uh, uh I'll use music as an example. When you're around musicians that are better than you, you have to step your game up. I if agree. I if I'm if I'm going to play with these dudes that are you know snapping like, I've got to play better because it, it and without them saying you suck, you need to get better at your instrument. You're just yes. like I want to be better at my instrument because I want to play to the level that you're playing. Yes, I think it's like that way with the friendships as well. Yeah, I agreed. mean, so like, just so happens we are both musicians. Yeah, but you play piano better than I play guitar. And I feel that I need to perform to a, a higher mm-hmm. level when I play with you um, because I want to be on your level. I don't want to drag you down, but it's also that is the same way with our friendship. Like, yep. I try to be a better dude because you try to, you know, you're trying to be a better dude. Yeah. You try to keep that caliber of Nate way up here. And I'm like, oh, well, if I'm going to, I value this friendship. So yeah. if I want to keep it going, I'm going to keep my my level up here. And you do the same thing for me. Solid. I would I would say since knowing you, I've been more more honest in in a way that is I think that you're honest in a way that is not hurtful and it's not harmful, but you're 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 like I'm going to tell you the truth. Right. Like I care about you enough to tell you the truth. Exactly. That's been helpful in my marriage. That's been helpful in my in my friendships. So I'm you've uh, nice. helped me become a better man, truly. Nice. And so I'm I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. Oh man, it's just another love fest in it this is, podcast it is. again. You know, this garage is just you know oh. beaming with, <laughs> yeah. with with love. Maybe it's just the atmosphere with the punching bag. Yeah, and the, the punching bag and, and, the, and the exercise bike. The exercise bike. I think that's what it is. And the fly zapper. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, so, speaking of our fantastic, uh, fantastic, beautiful wives. I think that one of the things more recently that has brought me the most joy, and let me know when you have to go because she I'm asked me if I wanted okay. Chick Fil A, and I, which means she's on her way. That was a nice way of being like, "That's the last I, stop." Yep, Headed wrap home. it up. Yeah, all right. This this will we'll, we'll put a button to this. Um, what has brought me a lot of joy most recently is our wives hanging out. Oh, for oh sure. my gosh, yes, it has been like you and I have wanted this for a long time, and yes. not for reasons to benefit me or you and be able to hang out more it's it's also to benefit our wives like i'm not saying that jen doesn't have any friends but like if people were like um if, if people were to walk into an establishment that both of us were there they would see us next to each other talking all the time jen doesn't have that one person mm-hmm. that i'd be like oh she's always with so-and-so neither does heather right so for them to be that for each other is huge because there is a lot of friendships that that start but don't last because the wives just don't like each other. And, like, there are other people that I wish I could be friends with, but I'm just not because – and vice versa. Yeah. You know, like like Heather has lost – I, she's – I'm not eager to invite friends of hers to some places because I don't like the significant other. That's real. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, in, in, my, in my eyes, if you are a POS, I'm not right. sure if you're familiar with that acronym. Right, right. I cut you out of my life immediately. That's real. I'm okay. cold to you. I'm mean. I'm not mean, but like you let it be known. I don't want you in my life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And like she's had friends that have had that brought guys over like that, and they know they're not welcome in my circle of friends. Dang. Pretty quick. I'm not good at that. There, I'd say that Jen has um, uh, some friends that I feel that way towards their significant other. Yeah. Guy and girl, like. Both ways, and it really does kill the friendship because yep. you're like, I don't want to spend time with you because usually in a um, what I what I love about uh, you and Heather is that all four of us can hang out and no it is problem. a fun. To all of us oh, are in tears. Man. We're in tears, just laughing, and and it's great. Typically, I don't know if this is the case for you, but it's the guy goes with the guy, girl goes with the girl, yep. and then you'll you and Heather will meet up afterwards and say, so how was your time yeah. hanging out with whatever. And I, but with us, we can hang out all four of us, and it's great. When I would hang out with like these dudes just by myself, it'd be like pulling teeth to have a conversation. So it's hard. just how's work, and it's t- uh, you know, good. Man, you know? it's, it's, the, like, it's Friday want, night. I don't want to talk about work I don't with know. you. And I think that, and I, I I believe this to be true. I think that those guys, not that they're not quality dudes, there's some people that you just don't gel with. For they, sure, that that. that 
the rhythm that you're going and like what they're playing on bass, it just it's just not synced up, and that's mm. okay. That is okay, but I feel like forcing a, a hangout type situation because you know your wife really you know cares for the the person. It's just for me, it's not a like I would rather not. I'd rather y'all do a thing just yourselves than me go along and. Torture is not the right word, but it's a un, it's not a pleasant experience for hours. Right. I don't right. want that. Yeah, and using the music analogy again, like you were saying, like I'm just trying to play a four four man. I'm just trying to keep this thing moving, and, and, and it's very easy to speak to me in a four four manner. But if you're gonna start throwing out all this six four and three four, like yep. we're not gonna jive, dude. Not at all. And I I gotta get better at not necessarily get better at not. Hanging out, like, not sit, like, I don't want the dude to feel like, damn, man, he doesn't like me. And I try, I work really hard as best yeah. I can to keep the conversation going. The person would never know that I don't enjoy their company or that I don't like being around them. But there's the type of dudes, and I'm sure that you know these type of guys, that like to, they're either argumentative, like, they like to, like, arguing is their way of communicating. Like, yes. they feel very strongly about a thing and want to step on you, like, make you feel small because you, it's either that. They speak poorly about their wives when their wives aren't around. I hate that. Yes. I do not like that. No ball and chain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People who speak about marriage that way, I don't want to be. A, no, I, it's, it's a buzzkill. Yeah. And I don't want to invite that negativity into my life. Exactly. And I, I don't want there to be a risk of me uh, adopting that mentality. Yes. Like if you're going to, if I'm in a group of four dudes who all talk crap on their wives, it's only a matter of time before I start nitpicking too. Right. Well, now that you mention it, dudes, yeah. my wife does the same stuff on yep. things that otherwise wouldn't have bothered me if I had never spent time with them. Yep. That I I de- I I desperately don't want that. I think it's uh like uh show me I'm sure you're familiar with this show me your friends, I'll show you your future, that type of thing, uh-huh. or or you're the sum of your five closest friends type of thing. Yes. I want to make sure that my five closest friends are people like you. Um, because like, I want to be a better sure. man type of thing. And so I think just how you were saying, like any pieces of crap that are in my life, I try to get them out. Cause I don't want you in my circle of five. Cause it affects who I am as a father and a husband. I don't know that I have five. I don't know that I have a circle of five. I'm, I'm a very social person and I have a lot of friends. Right. But like, if it came down to it and then, you know, the world ended and people came to my door, you know, for supplies and shelter. True. <laughs> I don't have five people I'd let in. Mm. I think I have, I think I have three dudes. I think I, I think I do have five got five guys. Yeah, uh, three more closer than you know the the other two. You, um, I've got a uh, my friend Cam, and my friend Moss, and I've known Moss for ten years. Cam for like thirteen years, and so the three of you guys, yeah, are the only dudes that I talk to on a regular basis. And we would all get along. I met Moss multiple times. Moss, Moss is, is a great, great dude, man. And I, I don't think I met Cam, but. I mean, Cam's I feel too. like if if he's company you would keep, I would like to keep. Oh, uh, you'd company you'd as like well. him. You'd like him a lot. Yeah, mine. Uh, I don't know. Like one of them, you know, is my brother in law because he is a good guy. True. I do enjoy him. He's you know family as well. Yeah. Uh, you obviously would be top top first round draft. Pick. There we go. Um, and then the guy I work with on a regular basis. I think that would be it. And honestly, man, no, I maybe and maybe a childhood friend or two. And I think that uh, once again. Friendships is, is it's seasons, and so there's friends that I could I could talk to, pick right back up like For we, sure. like we never. But that's not a friend that you have all the time. Like if I need if I if it if everything goes to hell in a handbasket, I know that there's people that I could reach out to. Yeah, a lot of my friends could handle their own too, so maybe that's why my number is skewed. True. So like I childhood friends, same thing. We could not talk for six months, pick right back up like yep. we were four again. Um, but he could handle his own. If world shut down. He'd be just fine by himself. World shut down. I'm gonna need you, bro. I, got I, you. I, I mean, I, and I appreciate it. I can't be out yeah. here skinning things and shooting things and all that. Oh no, that's fine. I can provide the comic relief. Uh, I'm great at you know getting water. I'd, I'd be happy to can do you purify water. Um, w- teach me how, Done. and you know, let's yeah. go. Um, all yeah. about it. Oh man, if we if we could get into like the end of the world topics and stuff on let's here, go. what we should be doing that would be. That's great. the next episode. Okay. Hypothetical situation, the like uh, we can we can go zombies and we can go attack from a foreign country, which is more likely to happen. Way more likely, very soon actually. Yeah, that's what I'll I send you some literature. Please, please do. <laughs> that's that'll be that. I know that you have the you have the information in your mind. Yes. With that stuff, so the the very next episode, prayerfully, unless we change it up. Well, uh, our whole so just to kind of give you guys in closing, as as a I'm not a pastor, 
in closing, <laughs> just to give <laughs> as you, I close, as I close, um, and we give you the idea. Last episode was supposed to be about the blatant racism in the media today, uh, on both sides, right? And this episode was intended to be about firearms, and I was going to hand Nate firearms and watch him squeam and whew, all that fun stuff. Um, but obviously, we didn't do any of that. <laughs> so we didn't. Maybe we could do it for the end of the world episode easily. Yeah, this would be cool. And I, you know, I got a gun in the truck. I could bring one in. No, I'm just. I wouldn't do that. Good. You got a lot of cops in this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, there's a and it's legal. Don't worry. Yeah. Like I have, I have my permit to conceal. I have, I'm got fine. you. I'm not out here go. with the with the dirty Harry. You know, like hey, this got a couple of bodies on it. You know, what I'm no, saying? Like, no, yeah, no, just the one, just <laughs> just the one. You know, I really didn't like the way he looked at me. Yeah, I, th- I swear, I thought that that chipmunk was coming after my face. So hey. I don't care. We're at a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, five times feels excessive. I know it, it feels like a lot. You weren't there. You weren't there. You didn't see it. You didn't. You didn't hear the. You didn't hear the the, the bite. Yeah, I shot a fish. Yeah. No, and? it wasn't in the ocean, and it was in the aquarium. And you don't know my past. Yeah. You don't, you don't know my story. And yeah, I'm aware now that it wasn't a fish. It was a turtle. But it was the fastest turtle I've ever the, seen. The, the quickest. And yes, I have two lazy blind eyes. <laughs> But I still conceal and carry, and sometimes I don't conceal, you know? (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Franklin. Rest in pieces. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Yes, sir. And uh, until next week, folks, we just hope that you uh, be be stressed, be blessed, be be messed. What do you say? Be a mess. Uh, be blessed. Don't be stressed. Do more and say less. Ah, I like that. We need to come up with a mantra for we ours. We do. I forget what our. I forget. At the end of the episode, we had one that was funny. Uh, the first episode, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, I think it was like keep your butts closed or something like that. Keep your butts <laughs> closed. <laughs> Always hey, remember, hey, hey. Uh, natural honey. Uh, be funny. <laughs> get that money. Get that money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kiss your honey. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Natural honey. Natural honey. Yeah, it helps with allergies. Oh, true. Local yeah. honey. That's yeah, what I Yeah, true. Because all honey's pretty. <laughs> get the. <laughs> that get synthetic stuff, it just doesn't your, do it for not me. Not that plastic kind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you next week. Yeah.